Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Boswell and Tim McDonald. As we bring you the best bits from a big week of news. With special guest Kiwi comedy superstar Ray O'Leary joining Mel Tracina talks showbiz and back after a couple of weeks off. Titus O'Reilly joining us. Plus Tim's very special mystery guest. Wouldn't be a mystery if you came to the meetings. We'll reveal the mystery guests in a little while, but we start now with the story of the week and the revelations from that extraordinary political press conference. Barbara Streisand and Celine Dion have sat in that room there and chosen jewellery from here. Sorry. Wrong press conference. Scott Morrison will be facing questions for the first time. That's, that's hot, Morrison. Okay. Um, What's amazing about that is Bette Midler was in the room next door buying jewellery. It was an incredible day. This was big news. Yes. Former PM Scott Morrison's secret ministry saga. He held a press conference to explain that he didn't steal anyone's job. And he did that by stealing the reporter's job. Did the Prime Minister use any powers that were unlawful? No. Did the Prime Minister take any additional payment for any of these things? Of course not. Did the Prime did Minister the... deceive his colleagues? Yes. <laughs> This week, ScoMo was taking everyone's jobs. Well, still to come on Weekend Sunrise, hero neighbours, an elderly couple saved as they lose everything in a ferocious Brisbane house fire. Clearly wrong, dangerous fire. He was in Hawaii. So, <laughs> clearly a mistake there. Look, there's a very simple explanation for why a Prime Minister would secretly assume control of several powerful portfolios. These were extraordinary times. You couldn't get toilet paper. You couldn't get yeah. toilet paper. We're all doing it. Panic buying portfolios. For <laughs> more, let's bring in Sky's Andrew Clinnell. Is it time for me to admit I don't know much about Fat Man Scoop, Kieran? No. <laughs> no, it's not. That's what you do when you run out of toilet paper, oh, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. And... <laughs> It's been a damaging week for the former Prime Minister. But he does still have a strong fan base and I'm speaking to some people this afternoon. Jenny does not like the public no, spotlight. Right. So the story was changing by the minute, so for the very latest info, we turn to one man. Let's bring in our political editor, Andrew Clonell, for the latest uh, on the saga that's engulfing Canberra. Andrew, good morning to you. So what, what latest information have you got on it? Well, I think we wait now till Monday, to be honest with what? you. <laughs> We've only got a five-minute interview, so... He's now Fat Man No Scoop. What are you doing? <laughs> Look, now let's wind back to where it all started. We only... Found out about this only in extracts from this new book in which all is revealed, plagued. Okay. P-L-A-G-U-E-D. We don't need to, <laughs> to spell everything out. Look, you know it's a big story when Alan Jones starts interrupting himself. If a minister is incapacitated... And look, this is hardly worth a row of... I'll just make one other point here. <laughs> He needs a moderator. M-O-D-E-R. Most ministers didn't find out about this until this week. I can also reveal uh, that uh, Scott Morrison called Josh Frydenberg, was me pretending to have a phone. From the, 19, from the 1950s? What are we doing? Ordinary times, you couldn't get mobile phones. It's hard to believe Josh Frydenberg didn't know, given... Josh Frydenberg roomed with Morrison at the lodge. And uh, we, pop, we popped the, the, the spaghetti bolognese, or last night it was the schnitzel, into the microwave. Microwave and and then we sit down and have a good conversation. So... And then they rang for some takeaway. That's <laughs> talk to you later. <laughs> 
watch. <laughs> it's a major story, Mel. So big that they even woke Barnaby Joyce up. Barnaby Joyce, welcome to the program. <laughs> welcome, David. Thank, thankfully, he's on no power mode, which is a good thing. Who forgot to charge him overnight? Barnaby Joyce was there to provide some much-needed clarity. So I just want to be clear here. So what? You, so I'll put it to you. No, what no, would no, you have done? You what would you have done? Would you hand it back? Well, I'm not the national no, party you, leader. I wasn't seeking to be the national you, party well, leader. But, what, Let me what, ask you, you again, the... guys. The microphone's ready. <laughs> what are you doing? Look, this is a real distraction for the coalition, Mel, but Senator Bridget McKenzie's remaining focused. Before I let you go, I mean, there's not a lot of people defending oh, him hey, either. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> As Green Senator Sarah Hanson-Young put it... The secrecy uh, in Game of Thrones versus the secrecy in the Morrison government. <laughs> I mean, the meth cooking in Breaking Bad versus the microwave cooking of the Morrison government. It's, it is incredible. Actually, let's bring in senior Sky News political commentator Tom Connell. Maybe put your pants on, Tom. That might be the... who can comment is former Prime Minister John Howard, or can he? There are no John Howards around today, unfortunately. There are no John Howards <laughs> around today. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> there is John Howard. Or some John Howards. But John Howard is doing the rounds, promoting his new book. And you can purchase this at purchase it at Connor Court publishing.com.au, that's C-O-N-N-O-R, <laughs> Court, Connor, Court, C-A-U-R-T, as in tennis court. Oh, I can't wait for him to read an excerpt. Yes. <laughs> so many voices in this debate, Tim, but for me, Rowan Dean makes a lot of sense. Welcome to The World According to Rowan Dean, a world in which substantial affiliated melodramatic dancing scenario citations and dubious deceivable mescal beans unimpaired by compunction excogitate at any impasse. <laughs> I-M-P-A-S-S. No, 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 I don't think we have time. The current Prime Minister has bigger problems on his hands. A challenge Anthony Albanese has staked his legacy on. Anna oh. Henderson, <laughs> SBS World News. When that happened to Bob Catter, he took out three people, so it depends on the hat. <laughs> this week, the government were busy launching a new electric vehicle policy. And as usual, TEN's senior political expert, Peter Van Onselen, is all over the details. So is this similar to a carbon tax? No. Why not? Well, of course it isn't. Fair enough. <laughs> Peter Van Onselen, for 10 years first. Uh, first rule of journalism, <laughs> just back down. <laughs> Interest rates rise. Many Aussies are struggling with property prices. Thankfully, Nine News Queensland have a helpful tip. Need a home? Just break in. OK. <laughs> Amazing. Love their new segment, Crime Started. Yes. <laughs> well, meanwhile, in the Northern Territory, Mel, they're trying to ease the pressure on pensioners. The NT government rolling out its seniors card in the form of a $500 pre-loaded card. You know, for essentials, groceries, bills, rent. What else? 500 bucks can get you a stand subscription for a whopping four okay. years and two months. Conveniently, how long Grandma has left. Oh. So... <laughs> Stan, Stan, though, is the perfect name for a pensioner streaming service, though, isn't it? It's either that or Amazon no longer in their prime. Uh, well, let's give Paracetamol the Plus. Okay. <laughs> let's give the final word to this man. What else do you want? All right, Barnaby Joyce, we'll leave it there. Thank you for joining us this morning. Good on you, David. <laughs> Good on you, Barnaby. We've got to take a break. Back with more on the cheap thing.
You're watching the cheesy. And to some breaking news from Nine News Gold Coast. Oh, look, forgive me for this, but... Twelve little ducks went out one day <laughs> over the hills and into a drain. Over the hills into a drain? That story took a turn, didn't it? Apparently the next story was Jack and Jill went up in flames. <laughs> the arson squad are investigating. I just love that. Forgive me for this. Forgive me for this. <laughs> okay, welcome. The wheels on the bus <laughs> fell off and injured dozens. <laughs> we will have more on that story. Just going on over there. Chicken with 7 News Cairns with Rob Bruff. The breaking news firstly tonight, North Queensland's top-ranking police officer, Deputy Commissioner Paul Taylor, has resigned. Following revelations, he made lewd and inappropriate comments at a conference okay. where he called a gynaecologist friend yes. a vagina whisperer. Whoa! <laughs> Do we have a, a number for that guy? Or... <laughs> That's my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> really? Four little ducks. <laughs> Look, let's get the latest mail from Channel 9's Andrew Lofthouse. I'm here to kill the Queen. Jesus! Oh, okay. Is he working for Channel 9 or Meghan Markle? What's going on here? Well, let's check in on a current affair. I'm not a criminal. <laughs> well, I am a criminal. Okay. <laughs> There to kill the queen. Yeah. So she's the backflipper from hell. <laughs> Speaking of crime, though, it yes. would be criminal not to take a trip. <laughs> it's been a big week across the ditch. There's been floods, political scandals. What else? We'll tell you why this man is balancing a whole lot of hats on his head. Good news. When you want to ride a roller coaster, but you're not quite tall enough. That's... Well, Mel, it's also been a big week in Scandinavia. Mm. Which means it's time to take a trip yeah! across the fjords. Been a big week in Scandinavia, big week in Finland. Oh, I wish we'd finished this segment. <laughs> Let's head to Finland and the big story across the fjord. Finland's Prime Minister has taken a drug test to prove she wasn't on cocaine. This is a big story. It is. Finnish Prime Minister Sanna Marin was caught partying this week. She fronted the media to explain. Did you use intoxicants in these situations? Alcohol. Sorry, that, that's, not quite, that's not quite right. It's one of two major scandals in Finland, Mel. There's the Prime Minister's leaked party video and big cookies are hard to fit in bags. I believe those, those are the Prime Minister's hash cookies. I believe. Like this segment won't be recurring. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, don't take my word for it, Mel. Let's get the latest from the Finland version of the cheap seats. Okay, that looks familiar. Yeah. Can we just go back? Even less chemistry than us. <laughs> they've obviously they've made some changes. They've gone with a dweeby guy. Um, <laughs> a couple of differences. Still, at least on Finland's cheap seats, Mel, they've worked out which cameras to look at. Yeah, <laughs> mm. And that was. <laughs> Across the fjord! 
good. Great segment. Jay is silent and so were the laughs. No. Across <laughs> the, the fjords a keeper. <laughs> Staying overseas and there's a fresh concern at airports around the world. The top items we found stolen from the airport besides luggage include purses, keys and phones. But the other items that have been stolen may surprise you. <laughs> Lure them in with keys and phones. It's amazing. Just good to see Alan Joyce at an airport. Well done. <laughs> Who's Alan Joyce? Alan Joyce is the Qantas boss. Oh, 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 OK. I thought you got Barnaby Joyce and Alan Jones oh. mixed up. <laughs> Never mind. Let's head to Good Morning Britain, where they're great with kids getting their exam results. Quickly tell us what you want and what you hope to do. Well, I've got an unconditional, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, that's matter. all right. Then unconditional bonus, offer. But, yeah, I'll open to see a couple of bees. A couple least. of bees. Let's see if you've got your couple of bees. What have we got? Okay, we got DDC. Oh God! He's going to make a great doctor. Yes. <laughs> but no one is better with kids than the Today Show. We are going to do a race in the pool here at Yapoon Lagoon. So, how do, you, do you reckon you guys are going to go well? Um, so <laughs> just completely forgot your name. <laughs> it's her daughter as well. So. She was just trying to get the words Yapoon Lagoon out correctly. <laughs> I believe a vagina whisper is based in Yapoon Lagoon. <laughs> uh, I believe. Now, now, Moving on, and Studio 10's Charlotte Goodlett this week is set to become a new mum. I'm a little worried, though. I think the more men know about the female body and anatomy, the better. Mm. I'm having a baby, and the other day my husband um, pressed my stomach and said, oh, it's quite hard there. Is that the baby's shell? (laughs) (laughs) Clearly not a vagina whisperer. (laughs) Look, it's been a big week for political stories, but we're dancing around the biggest story that we brought to you last week. And the Mayor of Geraldton training hard ahead of his upcoming cage fight. (laughs) Then this happened. Mayor of Geraldton Shane Van Stein is now the super heavyweight cage fighting champion of the Midwest. So Mel, in a Cheap Seats exclusive, joining us all the way from WA. The Mayor or Stone Cold Van Stein. Please welcome the Mayor of Geraldton and cage fighting champion Stone Cold Van Stein! Mayor Stone Cold Van Stein, thank you so much for joining us there with the championship cage fighting belt. How does it feel to be the world's only cage fighting champion mayor? Oh, well, look, uh, it's all about focusing on the important things of local government, the three R's, roads, rates and rubbish. And there's an extra R now, and that's my right hand. Yes! And you only take it out every third week, which is great. (laughs) Responsible. How did you get into cage fighting? Well, I actually had a couple of beers at a charity charity fundraiser one evening and thought, well, yeah, I could probably do that. And uh, unfortunately, when you sometimes say these things after a few beers and you're the mayor, you get held to account and I'm a very accountable, transparent mayor. against some tough competition in the main fight. He says he's now ready to take on Scotty Grievous Bodily Harm from Perth. <laughs> now, we should point out that's the deputy mayor. Is that... <laughs> How did you go up against Scotty Grievous Bodily Harm? Well, uh, the last opponent was known as the wrecker, so uh, and unfortunately the wrecker managed to wreck me, so I thought, well, I might as well keep the theme going. And Scotty Grievous Bodily Harm wanted to step in and have a crack and, well, you know... <laughs> 
bit hard to find opponents these days, but I'll take the violent ones. Are you are you scared of like brain injury, or is that an advantage in politics? <laughs> now, a bit of respect for Stone Cold Bad Stone. I'm not saying you, yeah. <laughs> oh look, uh, it's all about uh, taking uh, the punches, riding uh, with all of uh, that comes forward you, all the challenges of local government. And, and again, it was $60 a ticket. And, you know, I had to be responsible with ratepayers' money, so I thought if I go in the ring, I, I might actually make 60 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you won. You won your fight against Scotty Grievous Bodily Harm. How did you celebrate the big win? Oh, well, I got in a bit of trouble for uh, replicating the Bam Bam Shoey. Uh, promoting irresponsible consumption of alcohol, but I see across the fjord seems to be the, the way to celebrate these things, so I'm in good company. Hey, we got our first fan. We've got our first and, dare I say, last fan of Across the Fjords. <laughs> that is extraordinary. I'm just wondering, how brutal are your council meetings? Is there, is there a cage-fighting element? Look, I sat around a table of uh, mayors just the other day from around regional WA and... Look, they probably all had about 20 to 30 years on me, so I'd, I, would, I reckon I could probably take a few mares on. Now. <laughs> so I would love to see a wrestling series that's just mares fighting other mares. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. How did you settle on the name Stone Cold Van Stein? Well, look, it was all about uh, my eyebrow, which is The Rock, and unfortunately my coach is not a fan of the WWE, so he went with Stone Cold being the only wrestler he could think of and, and away we went. I, I personally want to be known as the Marinator, but uh, that didn't seem to catch on all that much. The Marinator! The Marinator! Hey, what about the, the Nightmare? The, the Nightmare! Yeah. Oh, oh. Hey. That's it. I'm That's running for Geraldton next time. <laughs> You're not just a fighter, though. You're a chef as well. And then maybe, Shane, would you like to grate the carrots, please, yeah, for me? Sure while I'm going to be cooking the beef. As a format, I don't... <laughs> you know, we might come back to the carrots. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, by the time you'd finished grating the carrots, the meat was stone cold. What were you doing there? Look, uh, that was during COVID lockdowns. We decided to start our own TV program called uh, Gero TV. And I'm just glad you didn't show the clip where I, she asked me to put in a dollop of a sour cream and I thought she meant the whole tub. So it was a very... Uh, <laughs> that we ended up with. All right, can we just check in with that salad? Yeah, <laughs> I think we might come back to that. We've got to take a break. Congratulations again on the Cage Fighting Championship. Would you please thank Mayor Shane Van <laughs> Welcome back to help us wrap up a big week in the arts and entertainment sphere. Would you please welcome to the desk from Nova FM, it's Mel Tresino. <laughs> See you, Mel. What have you been watching this week? Okay, uh, very big news with the release of House of the Dragon, the prequel to Game of Thrones. And I noticed Studio 10 have their finger on the pulse when it comes to the latest showbiz news. House of the Dragon premieres on Monday and is available to stream on Binge and to watch on Foxtel. We'll be right back with a Neil Diamond tribute performance wow. right here in the studio. <laughs> Uh, absolutely no expense was spared on this big budget new show and the marketing here in Australia was no exception. There's a lot of reports about this huge dragon egg down on Angersy Beach and I uh, got sent a few videos, went down there, checked it out, can confirm it is one massive dragon egg. <laughs> 
To be fair, that egg costs more than our marketing budget. <laughs> it's either an egg or Neil Diamond's prostate. Hard to know what that is. Over to Paramount Plus now, who have debuted their big, splashy new reality series, The Bridge. Mm. Uh, it's 12 Aussies. They're given 17 days to build a bridge in the middle of Tasmanian wilderness with the goal of securing $250,000. It sounds tricky, so I'm guessing the contestants are all bringing practical bush experience? The closest I've been to, like, the actual wilderness is genuinely a bush dove. <laughs> Spoiler alert, she doesn't survive the night. So. Well, I mean, you're on a Paramount Plus web exclusive. You couldn't get closer to being in the wilderness than being on the by the way. Uh, oh, sorry, I've just, I've just been told it's fantastic. <laughs> Do check it out. Sorry. Uh, there's also Dean, who's bringing an important life philosophy to the experience. Well, I don't really have to remind myself of this, but I, I reckon my motto is don't be a dog fuck. <laughs> Interesting, his grades were D, D, C. <laughs> uh, and of course, we met another contestant who sounds like he's going to be a real charmer. I am a people person. Part of my job is building relationships with people, not regional people. <laughs> I'm guessing he didn't hear Dean's advice. <laughs> Good to see the deputy nationals leader out and about, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, despite all this, it was great to see the contestants quickly master the basics. Today's going to be a really good opportunity for people to, you know, understand what they're doing. Ooh. <laughs> Who said ooh? <laughs> Just good to see the real housewives of Belangelo Forest, isn't it? It's an interesting format. Shadowing the show, getting axed a little bit. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's amazing. It's a great show. It's a great show. Uh, to the Masked now, and we're getting into the semi-finals, so the judges are really honing in on the clues. From New Zealand, guys, it's a Kiwi. There's lots of clues in there. There's only four people from New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, Lord Russell Crowe, Jacinda Ardern. Mel, can you think of a fourth one? <laughs> no! <laughs> week, Dave Hughes kept guessing people that had passed away. So this week, <laughs> he's guessing himself. Um, excuse me, Will I Am is a vegan. Is he a vegan? Will I Am is vegan. vegan! Well, I'm also yeah. a vegan. Yeah, but you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and the block continues on Channel 9, where the chemistry between the couples is unbelievable. Phone calls were going off. I'm looking at a floor tile I think I'd like, but... What do you reckon? Turn that face on me. Do you like that deal? Yeah. Do you like? Yeah. These are cool. Yeah. These ones, would you do them? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when it comes to getting to know the contestants, we're only in week three and already we're learning more than we need to. Good, good, good. We've nutted out the exact size of the, of the bathroom now, so we're happy with that. I'm finally doing a poo, which I've been trying to do for the last three hours. Awesome. Are you talking to me while you're doing it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My Kitchen Rules with Manu and Nigella has been continuing over on 7 and it looks like being on the show has really taken a toll on Nigella.
She's got a cravette. <laughs> uh, still, though, the standard of cooking this year is incredible. That is incredible. That is incredible. Uh, so, speaking of MKR, a show that features... Australia's biggest cooking superstars. It looks like the ABC have their own new and exciting reality format. We're travelling all over Australia to try and find Australia's favourite tree. ABC TV and ABC iView. Favourite tree? Australia's favourite tree. Uh, what happens to the winning tree? Oh, uh, now it is time for my very new, very original segment, Viewer Suggestions. If, if you do across the fjord next week, <laughs> you'll be out of here so fast. Viewers, this feels a lot like viewer feedback. Yes, but it's much better because I got a lot of responses. <laughs> I asked the wonderful viewers of the Cheap Seats who also follow me on Instagram at mal underscore Tresina. Oh. Uh, <laughs> shameless little plug. Um, I asked what shows I should cover on this segment. I had so many people suggesting Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which is currently in its 12th season on Hey You. So Housewife Dorit hosted an evening to raise funds for a charity close to her heart. I've been trying for about a year now to have a beautiful gala and some wonderful auction items. Charity is homeless, not toothless, as I've told what you. What is it called? Homeless, not toothless. That's great. <laughs> that is, that's great. <laughs> Homeless, not toothless, that's a charity. They do great work, so all the housewives got really behind it. So after we had dinner at Dorit's house and we had the whole conversation with Sutton, at the Toothless and Homeless Foundation? <laughs> Not Toothless and Homeless. <laughs> this is a really homeless important charity, Kathy. What? Homeless Not Toothless. Homeless Not Toothless. It's a really important charity. We're getting about the Toothless Not Homeless charity. <laughs> not Homeless Not Toothless. Homeless Not Toothless. <laughs> <laughs> I think the housewives need a charity of their own. Brainless, not toothless. Yes, good point. <laughs> and that's my week in arts and entertainment. Yeah. So that had a couple of weeks off, but we are very pleased to say he is back with us tonight. Would you please welcome Titus O'Reilly! Oh, Lovely to see you. Great yeah. to have you back. Oh, no, I had COVID. You had... Did you? I did. I finally <laughs> got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, the good news is I'm... Uh, I'm... Uh, I'm... Uh, I'm COVID free. Okay. Uh, STD free. Okay. I think. Uh, <laughs> I have a I have a very mild monkeypox case. Okay. But it's I'm told it's I'd have to hug you, so <laughs> don't worry about that. But you know what the worst bit is? I was really sick and I did everything Pete Evans told me to do. Really? <laughs> yeah, like he's crystal light. It, it's amazing, you know. Like, You're glowing, my Titus. I, I, I activated my almonds and I'm feeling a lot better. But it is great to have you back. Glad that you're feeling better. And it's been a big week in sport. Oh, it has it what? <laughs> Good to see you're not affected by long COVID. What am, what am I doing here? <laughs> I'm still in a fever dream. Um, well, the big concern this week was that New South Wales could lose the NRL Grand Final for the first time ever. Luckily, Sydney has lots of other events to get them through. You lose the Grand Final, you've lost everything. I mean, mm. what event is in New South Wales? 
Oh, great events. Um, we're announcing that we're having Beauty and the Beast, for example. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine you're an NRL fan and you go, we lost the grand final, but, gee, that musical theatre is... The bordering, be my guest. Yeah. <laughs> I believe Belle's being played by one of the Manly Seagulls. So <laughs> I feel like Dominic Perrottet would make a great Lumiere. Just a thought. <laughs> I've often thought that. I've yeah, often thought that. How transmissible is your COVID? Because <laughs> you need a temperature check. It was a raging case of COVID. Um, now, Carl wasn't letting the Premier off easily on this topic. Good to spar with you about the NRL. I uh, look forward to talking with you again uh, when the result from is known Queensland. about it being in Queensland. And I'll be, I'll be broadcasting live and exclusively from a better state. Carl, I look forward to coming back on the show uh, following the announcement that's remaining in New South Wales. So we'll see. And if you miss out, I look forward to going to Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Perrottet was not happy. He was happy. genuinely annoyed. Not happy. It was not good. Now, luckily for him, it did get awarded to New South Wales in the end. It's going to stay there. Uh, but when the announcement came, it came with this wonderful joke. We wanted to give it to a city that needs a major football event. And that's why we've gone with Melbourne. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, Gil, if you're watching. The awkwardness in the room when he said that joke made me feel like I was at a, one of my gigs. Yeah. It was just... I think Sydney's about to lose its comedy festival. <laughs> <laughs> now, also in league, uh, Caelan Ponga and his teammate Kurt Mann were at a, a nightclub or a pub and they were caught in the same cubicle by security. Who knows what they were up to? Um, I'm sure certainly not suggesting anything. Um, but the Knights have defended their players. Just because it's not a good look doesn't mean that... Uh, uh, doesn't straight away mean that somebody's done anything wrong. <laughs> I think that's actually the NRL's motto. Okay, great, <laughs> uh, now, to the AFL, and Fremantle finished the regular season with a win, and David Mundy, who's retiring at the end of the season, he brought his kid to the post-match debrief. Oh, we're not f***ing done yet. <laughs> 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 Rudy Rudy That's great. Now, Carlton, you watched Carlton lose on the weekend. I did, and I feel for the, I feel for the Carlton fans who missed out on the finals, prompting a mixed reaction. Is what it is. Pathetic. I'm disappointed. See you later. Okay, good. <laughs> See ya. Now, sports always romantic. I know you both think that it's an incredibly romantic wow, thing. Yeah. Nothing more so than a triathlon. <laughs> And he thinks he wants to say something. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She said no. <laughs> He said, he said, will you massage me? <laughs> um, some sporting moments are just Shakespearean in the stories they tell. David Vassay has been talking for three days about going down the slide here in Milwaukee. I've never heard somebody so excited about doing anything. And David did do it today. It's okay. 
So, okay. <lacht> Dave. Dave. <lacht> 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 oh, my wake in sport. Sorry, just let us you miss the big sporting story of the week. Um, down in Dingley Village, the A Reserve final for the South Yarra Nepal team. Let's have a look at And the the buzzer goes off there. Let's take a look at the score. Who's that winning by one point? It is the South Yarra Nepal team. Let's take a look at the celebration. Team hugging and me not joining in. <laughs> okay, I do want to talk a little bit about this game? There was, what, the, the, the twenty minutes wasn't enough, was yeah, it? No, there was a there was a grandstand there. There was an audience, and they did the national anthem before the game, and I did not know the lyrics. <laughs> so I just did a sneaky hucker, and it was perfect. Well done, Mel. Well done to you and your whole team. Thankfully, the opposition took it well. Pathetic. I'm disappointed. See you later. <laughs> we will see you later, ladies and gentlemen, Thomas O'Reilly! Welcome back to the Chief Seeds. Our next guest is a Kiwi comedy legend. How refreshing. <laughs> Would you please welcome the fabulous Ray O'Leary! Ray, great to have you here. You're here. It's a special week. It's book week. Yes. yes. You're, a, you're a, a nerdy guy. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yes, you, you flew me over to talk about book week. You didn't even ask if I read books. You just said you, just said you still have glasses, right? <laughs> <laughs> so get over here, four eyes. Yeah, yeah. It is book week. It's a big week here in Australia. Is it? Is there book week in New Zealand? We, I'll be honest, we don't have book week in New Zealand. Okay, we, great. We, I'm glad we got <laughs> you. <laughs> We, 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 yeah, we, don't, we don't have this holiday. We actually have books every week of the year in New Zealand. Uh, uh, wait, till, wait till the Kindle comes out. That'll oh, be a whole month. Yeah, yeah. That'll be extraordinary. Yeah. Uh, but but you, yeah. do, you do have book week in New we Zealand. Do. We do have book week. We, you dress up at school and things like that. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, but I went to a Catholic school, so most of the books were burnt. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 but yeah, but yeah. So this year's book week theme is uh, dreaming with your eyes open, uh, also known as uh, thinking. Yes. <laughs> so you've you've never really celebrated book week. Well, I, I mean, I, like Mel said, I have done the the dress up thing. I uh, one time I we did it in primary school. I dressed up as the cat in the hat there, um, and you can see the teacher behind me is dressed up as the famous literary figure Fred Flintstone. <laughs> Yeah, um, I would like to say, well, the you know the pitch is up. I would like to apologise uh, for doing catface. Uh, yes, I don't think you can do that. It was, yeah, it was a different time back then. Uh, but we we do want to ask, what 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 is your favourite book, Ray? Uh, the Wanganui Chronicle. Oh, that's it's the uh, paper from my hometown. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 So your favourite book is the local paper from your town. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good read. I, I mean, we don't have necessarily the great relationship myself and the Chronicle. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, because well, because what. So one time um, I was living in Auckland and a uh, tree crashed into my flat okay. uh, and it left me homeless. Um, yeah, okay. there, there it is there. Yeah. I mean, you were homeless but not toothless? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is, that is your house and that is a tree that yeah. crashed into your house? Yeah, and yeah, look, no spoilers, um, but I did survive. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 
case you haven't caught up on the Wanganui Chronicle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, but the, and the Chronicle, even though it happened in Auckland, uh, the Wanganui Chronicle wanted to do a story about it, and the, and so they said, um, can we do? They called me up and said, can we do a story? And I said, no. And they said, great, we're going to do a story anyway. Uh, and, and this is the headline they came up with. Uh, as comedian brings down the house, literally. Oh, <laughs> page, page five on the Wanganui Chronicles, so not even sort of front page stuff. Not even front page. And the word literally implies that I was the one who destroyed my <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and like, if you look, if you look at the picture, they've got it's, um, they've got a picture of me gazing approvingly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that actually is New Zealand's favourite tragedy. Oh, it, really? oh, yeah. right. okay. it, it was a national tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you know, and they're like, yeah, it's page five. I thought, you know, well, it's a pretty important event in my life. I thought I'd make the front page. Yeah. I didn't. This was the front page story the same day. Uh, Anderson's on the move to Victoria. And, and so, you, for those who don't know, Andersons is a clothing store uh, that was already on Victoria Ave. <laughs> so, so a clothing store that was already there was moving there? Yeah, exactly. And you'd think it must be a pretty big move, yeah. but uh, it was actually uh, a minute walk away. Uh, <laughs> and that made the front page. That made the front page. Well, was it, was it a nice story about you? No. Oh. <laughs> well, so, yeah, like, I, I must have upset the journalist when I said no, because, uh, so comedians, we have a thing called a bio. Uh, and, that's... <laughs> and Tim, a comedian is someone who says <laughs> funny stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and, and so in the bio, you know, she's gone, it's you know, meant to make comedians sound good, a bio. Uh, and she's gone and she's quoted my bio for the story, but she added in one extra word. Oh, really? And I wonder if you can figure out what that extra word is. It's uh, now in Auckland, he was nominated for the Billy T Comedy Award last year and had some sold-out shows. <laughs> sold-out shows. That is some slap in the face. Yeah, what uh, is going on there? Yeah, I, don't, I, I do bring down the house, uh, but fortunately most of the time it is empty. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so the reporter clearly wasn't happy. No, yeah, and like I tried, like when I said no, I tried to come up with a nice excuse. You know, I said, oh, sorry, I can't do it at the moment. Um, things are a bit hectic. And then this was in the paper. It was, uh, for Mr O'Leary, the disruption has come at a hectic oh, time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realise saying no to the interview was the start of the interview. <laughs> Back to the house, what happened after the tree crashed? Um, so I, there was a man standing outside the house. And... <laughs> he pushed the tree. Yeah. <laughs> and I, so I went outside and, you know, I was like, well, what are you doing? And he didn't say a word to me, he just handed me um, a business card. And this was the business card, raised tree and hedge services. <laughs> I was like, where were you yesterday, you know? Um, and so there's some of his services, you know, water blasting. Um, he's got a, um, a slogan there, my customers are my business. Um, sort of a unique take on business there. Yes. Uh, yeah. Kind of literally is because you're also Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, it was kind of, I was like, am I time-travelled back to that? Like, show, it showed up a day later. I was like, well, you're going to need this. In fairness, it was a hectic time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and also if you look at the slogan, he's he's gone in afterwards and digitally inserted a red line to emphasise yeah. the slogan that is neither straight nor under his slogan. No. <laughs> but but but, um, but the you know it says there he's got pictures on Trade Me. You know it's a, a business listing site in New Zealand, so I thought I'd check him out. So I went onto Trade Me. I was like, oh, this all looks pretty normal. And I was like, hold on, what's that picture in the corner there? So. <laughs> So he's good. You, you can see there he's mowed some grass. <laughs> so did, did you decide to go with Ray's mowing him? What? 
And no, instead I thought I should make my own business card, you yes. know, because like, like we're talking a lot about his business card, you know, he hands out his, you know, tree cutting card out to people whose homes have just been destroyed by trees. Like <laughs> maybe I could hand out a comedy card out to people leaving funerals, you know, as I say. Same thing. And so I've made my own business card. Oh, like, right there, oh, wow. These are some of the services I provide, you know, funny captions. And, you know, I also, I also do water blasting. I have a lot of free time. I, and I have some uh, pictures on Trade Me as well. Yeah, so I'm good. Yeah, delivering and, some jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I've also come up with a slogan. Um, I, my words are my jokes. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> and you know, fair, you know, fair credit to the guy. Those red lines are harder to do than you realise. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you need puns or water blasting, you can catch Ray Monday night on Have You Been Paying Attention? Would you please thank Ray O'Leary? Well, let's check in with Nine News Queensland, Mel, where they managed to combine the weather with interpretive dance. You're not wrong about it being a warm one. It got up to 28 degrees today in the Whoa. city already. Nine degrees cooler, sitting on 19 degrees. Good to, see the good to see the Finnish Prime Minister in the country. <laughs> Let's just check in with the weather in the UK. It looks like we will see the return of some dry weather to the south. Oh, <laughs> A dry cough to the north. Yes. Meanwhile, in the States, it's a different story. Check of the forecast. And Samara, I know that you're checking some flooding out west. Yeah, so we have monsoon season. Monsoon season, in effect, right now. So <laughs> Susan's everywhere. <laughs> Still, be careful in the States, even if you're just reading the weather. There we, have, we have a gorgeous sunrise uh, coming on. Oh, <laughs> Still, no one beats our favourite weather presenter, Murph from Seven News Tasmania. Regular newsreader Kim Miller was away, but Murph didn't hold back. 11, and the same in Devonport. And Lou, oh, it was a bad hair day. <laughs> God, like you can talk. Thanks for that, Murph. <laughs> Thanks for that, Murph. So host Kim Miller's away, and I think the wardrobe team are too. Good evening. Yes, do not adjust your sets. Everything is OK. <laughs> It's time now for... What's on in the warehouse? And this week, they've replaced Marianne. Today we have Ian Thorpe, former Australian Olympic champion. It's hard to tell if Brody in this next clip is talking about hay fever or cocaine. Hey, it's almost spring out there and between fitness goals, dealing with hay fever and shopping for Father's Day... <laughs> We're going to be on what's on in the courthouse if we don't. <laughs> that is not true. Look, I can't tell if Brody is doing an infomercial or auditioning for the new Lord of the Rings. Hi, Barb, are you back? That's right, and it's a great alternative when you've got chocky cravings because it has 85% less carbs and sugars than comparable bars. What sorcery is this? Plus, <laughs> it's high in protein. It's like he's on Harry Potter. What more can we say? I would have liked to see him on a broomstick playing Quidditch, though. You can never have everything, can you? Well, that's all the news we have for now. And that's all the news we have for now. We'll see you next week right here in the Cheese Head.